0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse the Sammy Man Thorn. <laughs> Jordan Morris, thinking of a new nickname to compete with Sammy Man. <laughs>
2: yeah. Did you just
1: have a sandwich? No, I Did ju- you just have a sandwich? <laughs> I, I just ate our friend Elliot, Elliot Kalin's son, Sammy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll be calling the police then. <laughs> uh, it sounds like you murdered uh, a date. No. You, it was a I sandwich. It by. was a
2: sandwich, and it wasn't made of human meat. Look, Jordan, once in a while, yes. I come in to the office mm-hmm. around 11. If I'm coming into the office around 11, there's one thing that you can count on. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm working in the morning a little bit from home. It's not just that I'm starting work at 11. Let's make it clear. Sure. I'm working hard for your donation dollars. Mm-hmm. If I'm coming into the office at eleven, you know I'm stopping at the East Side Italian Market. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna eat some of those Fireman
1: sandwiches. Uh, I, if we're just checking in food wise, yeah, uh, I've not had lunch yet. I'm still coasting off my Norm's bigger better breakfast.
3: Ooh, <laughs> yeah,
1: seven <laughs> seven fifty. What, what do you get? What are you getting there? Corned beef hash. Uh, no, the bigger better breakfast comes with. Eggs, hash browns, bacon, and sausage, and a little ham slice. Well, what about corned beef hash? Uh, I think you can get corned beef hash. I have I had the corned beef hash at Norm's. I don't know. I it's I bet the I bet you they do a good hash.
2: Have we already addressed the fact that uh, corned beef hash? Number one, corned beef hash, my favorite restaurant breakfast food. Sure. By a comfortable margin. Mm-hmm. Number two, I think I prefer corned beef hash straight out of a can. Mm. Like, the worse the restaurant is, right. the more I enjoy the corned beef hash.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't a... want anybody's riff on corned beef hash.
2: God, no. It probably has bell
1: peppers in it.
2: Oh, that's, that sounds good. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no. I like a bell pepper. Oh. I like a bell
1: pepper in a breakfast food.
2: Why is, it in, why is it in my hash? Get it out of my hash. It's too bitter. It's a little tang. No, I don't want the bitterness. Sorry if, I don't sorry want the if Daddy bitterness. doesn't like a little tang. <laughs> Daddy loves tang. Don't get all me wrong. right. All right. I'm an astronaut, baby. <laughs> okay. But I don't like it in my hash.
1: Mm. Mm. Keep the tang out of the hash. Yeah. Should we hmm.
2: introduce our guest on this week's yes. program?
1: That's, that, to me, sounded like keep the tang out of the hash. Uh-huh. I was a little afraid it might remind people of, like, The slogan of a racist politician from the 50s. (laughs) Somebody running for sheriff in Broward County. Yeah. That is like now (laughs) inexplicably running for office again. Yeah. Anyway.
2: (laughs) Now he's in a wheelchair, but he's popular. Sure. Okay. Tells it like it is. This week's guest is running for sheriff in Broward <laughs> County. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's uh, uh, promising to keep the tang out of the hash. He's. Uh, I just want to keep this town the
4: way it's always been. Thank you. <laughs>
2: thank you. Thank you. Somebody's standing up for the old way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a racist druid. <laughs> uh, this week's guest, a beloved Jordan Jesse Go guest of, of a decade or more. Mm-hmm. Um, He is a writer on the hit television program BoJack Horseman, as well as an upcoming television program from our friend Lisa Mm Honawalt. He is, most importantly, an executive producer of the top five comedy podcast bubble, Nick Adams.
4: Repeat in the house. I just want to say... I moved to Los Angeles. Are you accepting in an award? Man? 1997. Uh-huh. I've been coming for Karen Kilgareth since that day.
2: Oh, you got you got Kilgariff in your sights. You're about to take I've it down. I've been coming for her since
4: that day. Everything I have done in my comedy career when you saw, it's all been a smokescreen. You saw
1: her as an occasional bit player on Mr. Show. I you saw her. Like, I am taking that. You dude, heard the girls words, oh, club. Man. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> They did Girls a Guitar Club. A short film with Nick Schwartzen. No, live. Girls <laughs> Guitar Club live with um, uh, Mary Lynn Rice. Mary Lynn club. Rice. Club. And I was just like, I, I can't have it. I have to take her down. Right. So everything I've done comedically in all these years has been to get to this moment
2: to take her podcast down. Remember how they used to have that song about what's that what's that uh mall on
1: Don't suns- praise our enemy. <laughs> remember what's Don't that praise mall? our hilarious oh, read, enemy.
2: I'm just I'm not saying that she's praiseworthy. I'm just saying, remember that what's that mall on sunset uh in West Hollywood? Uh where there's like a, there's like a movie theater, it's 8, right by the sunset. Barney's Beanery. Well, you're
4: off. You're off. Yeah. Your geography's off because you're an east
2: side dude and you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't.
4: Not at all. You're conflating two places. Okay. Barney's Beanery is on Santa Monica, so that's south. But the place you're talking about is 8,000 Sunset on the Strip. There's a mall that used to be like the Virgin Megastore Store was there. Yeah, I don't that's know. the one. That's yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah.
1: Remember how they used to have that's that song? It's an AMC now. How they used to have that <sighs> song know. about how. But how it's dine in AMC. Though, how so that you can mall get food. Was, that mall was run by lizard people. <laughs> I don't, but that sounds really funny. Yeah.
2: Local jokes get you local work. Local tour. jokes uh, get uh, you local how work.
4: About, how about an old guy joke? That's the mall where I first listened to the Black Star
1: album on a listening station. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Should we explain our feud with Karen Kilgariff rather than just. Yeah, yeah. Shots at <laughs> someone with them at a random, more beloved and better podcast, talented than ours. and very successful podcast. Someone with like 14 <laughs> Emmys, sure, yeah.
2: Now and someone who's been a guest on this show, probably ten
1: times, and a friend who we like. Now who she's... we only swipe at in jest. Also,
4: kind of a bitch who's got what's coming to her. Yeah, oh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Wow. No, no
1: taking her no. down. No.
2: Sure. Um, Karen Kilgareth mm. is one of the hosts of the hit podcast. My favorite murders mm-hmm. and
1: murderers. Murderers. My favorite murderers. Our, Our favorite murderers. Mm-hmm. With How, S. how, I, met not, murderer. how, it,
4: how I met your murderer. It's just S. It's not murderers.
1: <laughs> it's not like that kind of podcast. Mm-hmm.
2: I, do you think we'll ever find out how she met her murderer?
1: In the last episode and then people will be kind of bummed. It's and not, a, have it's to not, rep- not a Gravedigger's it. album. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um...
2: Nick is just trying to – he's, like, looking inside me to press specific buttons.
4: (laughs) That joke was for you. Like, nobody who listens to this show is going to get that reference. Like, there,
2: five dudes are going to Google it. And they're like, okay, I got it. (laughs) Um, So, Karen Kilgariff is the host of the number two comedy podcast in America. Yeah. Uh,
1: America's favorite non Joe Rogan podcast.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and what could be funnier than the Joe Rogan podcast? Hard to say. <laughs> um, and I think that I think we're going to take her down. I had a tweet war with her today. Oh, um, she said that I owe her fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, for her digital influencer mm-hmm. exposure, mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to pay the it. invoice. I'm wow. going to trump this thing. Wow, that's a bad precedent to set digital influencer
4: because oh i thought you meant not paying invoices no that's fine that's, like that, that works worked for the president that mm-hmm. president anyone who's worked freelance knows that that president has been set for hundreds of years that's a president and even president if it precedent. says and yeah. even if it says
1: in small type on the bottom for every 30 days 15 percent penalty they, they'll they'll ignore that yeah no. there's no way to enforce that small type no it's on there for a reason type's too small it. type's too small sorry <laughs> didn't
4: notice
2: it that's yeah. the law how do you know it's a law Got to read the small type. Got to read the small type. Yeah, I mean, at, at the you very gotta, least, if you're going to use that small type, set it and curry or new and double space it so it <laughs> takes up a little more room. Right, sure. You know? Maybe yeah. add a GIF. <laughs>
1: these things are all they're all digital these days. You can add a <laughs> GIF to your you're to your d- legal document. But if, I think
4: I think Karen's on to something. Digital influencers are a real thing. Yeah. Like, they are absolutely people who come up with phrases and memes, and all of a sudden you move the culture. If you say, hey, fucking... ESPN is retweeting a gift that I created. I'm a digital influencer.
2: Is whatever. that what we should be doing? Trying targeting ESPN with gifts uh, for Bubble? Yeah, I mean, like maybe Allison Becker playing in a celebrity softball game on VH1.
1: Sure, <laughs> or maybe, maybe we can just get a nice shot of me, mm-hmm. or Nick,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or you. So anybody involved in Bubble, yeah, no. and we're we got. We get a big pizza delivered. Right. Just as big a pizza. I don't know if Pizza Hut's still making the Bigfoot. Can I ask you a question? But if they are, yeah. Round or rectangular? Uh, I mean, I think I'm just looking for pure size here. Okay. I mean, I think obviously if it's round, it reads better as a pizza. Right, but I think if it's got pepperonis on it, rectangular will be fine. Right, sure. Um, Stuffed crust? Yeah, not that important for the gift. Um, mm-hmm. Aesthetically. Are you asking me what I would prefer to eat
2: after we're done with this gift shoot? I just feel like there's it's possible, and you're the expert here. Sure. That's why I'm asking you. Thank you. But it's possible that if the crust is stuffed... It gives it a kind of potential energy, sort Mm. of like the glow Mm. on a pregnant woman. Right, sure. You know what I mean? Now you
4: got what you call in the biz a hat on a hat, see?
2: What you want is that
4: you got a big pizza, you don't need a
2: goofy big pizza. The big pizza itself is goofy. Sure, right, exactly. So you consider stuffed crust to be goofy? Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it would be <laughs> funny if a pizza was wearing a hat, though. I think we can all agree. At pizza. That if the
4: pizza had a little fedora or, or wrap, you get is. like a Jamaican guy who shows up and he's got the big hat on. You're like, hey, bro, where the fuck is my pizza? And he's like, easy mind.
1: pizza. <laughs> oh, and he takes off the hat, and there it is. Warm and tasty. Sure. See, <laughs> oh, the steaks. So we have a hat, we have a pizza. Maybe yeah. the pizza has a hat on it. Maybe it's by the way, delivered Nick can say that because it. he's Jamaican.
4: <laughs> I am one hundred percent Nick King,
1: as you can tell by how easily I slipped into the authentic accent. Man, you've done some great voices. You've done racist Southern sheriff, yeah. and also Jamaican pizza guy. Oh, Robin Williams caliber level. (laughs) Do you want to recreate the trailer from Toys where he's yelling in the middle of a (laughs) cornfield? I have a really on-the-nose gay guy that I'm going to do in about five seconds. I can't
2: can't wait to to meet MC Repeat. Oh, boy.
1: Are you going to cross your uh, arms? Yo, yo, yo!
2: (laughs) R.I.P.
4: White people, (laughs) nobody said, people stop saying (laughs) yo, yo, yo. (laughs)
1: like 84? When white people... Who was the first person to say yo-yo-yo? Where did that come from? That had to come from somewhere. Probably Yo-Yo Ma. Probably, yeah. <laughs> well, he, was my just best saying, he was just yelling his own name and people misheard him.
2: Yeah, that guy hit the cello with a b-boy stance. Sure. <laughs>
1: um, so here's my gif idea. <laughs> okay. We get a big pizza delivered. And I guess now, just because in this period of brainstorming, it's delivered... Underneath the hat of a Jamaican guy, and also it has a little hat on it. Round, right? Round. It's round. Yes, it's not rectangular. That's all I need. Yeah. And we don't want this to be. Silly. But it does have pepperonis in it. Got it. Sure. On it. I mean, that what helps. What it is re- happening? That helps it. On it. Read it. Wait, pizza. hold on. Yeah. <laughs> hold, on. Just hold on. On it. Yeah. On right. It.
4: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I yes. was concerned
1: about yes. what you were doing with your pizza. No, no, no. Pepperonis are on the pizza. Because we were talking is,
4: about stuffed crust, I didn't know if we we're sliding pepperoni no, inside no, that's the dough. Not,
1: yeah, I don't want. We're getting. Or, this or, is, or, or, or do we? <laughs> what Nick is? Oh, <laughs> yeah, sure.
2: What Nick is saying here, I think, is that it's important to have the pepperonis on the pizza so you can see them and you register. Right. This is a pizza. You don't think it's a particularly going to be sure, a popular, a particularly guess.
1: flat lemon meringue pie. Right.
2: Yeah. The, the big circles pop. The mm-hmm. big red circles right,
1: pop. Right, exactly. Let you know. And you get, you know, you're pizza. on Twitter, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, and you're scrolling mm-hmm. quickly. You want to be able to get the idea of this right. gift.
4: What's the? Isn't the pizza right. emoji? Is that? Is that pepperoni?
1: It's got to be right. It, be yeah, I think so. I haven't okay. sent a pizza emoji in a while. I which haven't. Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: a shame. Sure. It's a shame. Um. I usually send a pizza emoji to signify
1: a dick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Right. Because if you're <laughs> a sloppy cheesy, sloppy <laughs> cheese dick, a, gre- a nice greasy dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> coming at you hot and sure, flat yeah I'll send like, I'm so pizza slice for you mm, Sure, sure <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, Which I... means
2: I'm so dick mm-hmm. for you Oh, okay yeah. Hot this and flappy yeah, yeah, for you <laughs>
4: Not if you fold it You have to fold my dick <laughs> If you fold my dick,
1: it's pretty sizable, narrow, yeah. and hot don't but eat also, it with a fork and knife, no, though. But do, I mean, you know, if you're watching your calories, maybe dab it with a napkin. Maybe right. just dab. Give it a couple of dabs. <laughs> How many ladies would like a hot, thin <laughs> dick? Sure. <laughs> um, when in your. We're in Chicago, it's a deep dish. <laughs> My dick's a deep dish. Oh. It's more of a casserole. <laughs> Shut up! Stop! Just eat it! Stop! All You're pizza. never going to be here again. <laughs> I don't really
4: consider it pizza. Uh, just eat your lasagna. <laughs> All pizzas are good. All pizzas are good. <laughs> All pizza's good. There's no bad pizza. Vegan pizza's bad.
5: Yeah, vegan. vegan free crust vegan. is
1: bullshit. Vegan. Yeah, sure. I try to call a <laughs> <pizza>. cauliflower crust. <laughs> yeah, yeah that that's that just like a, a
4: bread sandwich good. that you that made. It's not good. It's not pizza. <laughs> anyway. That's so an open-faced
2: uh, bread <laughs> slice that you made. <laughs> would you like to have a pizza with a little Smokies on it?
1: I would like to have a pizza with that. Wait, wait, wait that little, might be good. Wait, what? Little Smokies are. Oh wait, the little Smokies are like, a a a like the Farmer John. <laughs> Fully on board. For Shit, man. Yeah, yeah if you yeah. do the, like a California Pizza Kitchen, like barbecue sure, sauce sure, instead of sure. fuck, man, scallions. That might be good. Yeah. Anyway. My th- my idea is I get it the pizza delivered, and then I look at it, and then the caption is, that's me when I see that D. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast. And then, what, what and then that gets so popular.
2: So we would share that with, that's what we would share with, with ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. <laughs>
1: could Podcast we share that- it,
2: would it just be ESPN, mm-hmm. or could we also share it with MLB Network? Because I think Harold Reynolds might be interested in <laughs> Well, I missed. think
1: maybe the next logical step would be to share it with a Twitter account of the ESPN Zone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. The popular ESPN-themed chain restaurant. What about the Fox Sports restaurant? Well. I mean, I, let's see if ESPN wants it to be like an exclusive thing. I mean, we ate
2: lunch at Fox Sports Restaurant together once after our disastrous San Diego Comic Con appearance. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that being good. <laughs> was it good? <laughs> the, the Fox Sports Restaurant. Yeah. I mean, we were hungry.
1: Sure. <laughs> uh, shame generates a lot of hunger. That's true. <laughs> anyway, I hope to eat at the Discovery Channel restaurant sometime. Uh huh. That doesn't exist. We'll but see. Maybe it'd be funny if there was another. Might, might by now. Cable themed. I only eat at the Ovation Network mm-hmm. restaurant. Ooh, la True, la. True TV has a food truck.
2: <laughs>
1: I love that True TV food truck. Yeah. Adam Conover works there. They make they make him drive it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I can't eat his food. He ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just so you know, there's E. coli in this. He's a nice God man. We're on a video game chat thread together. No, he's great. Adam Conover's a peach. Brilliant mm-hmm. guy. It's the name of the show I was joking on. Very funny. Bo-
4: BoJack Horseman's. Animal BoJack Adam Horseman's own. Zone. Put this on, customer. There you go. Yeah. He's, a, he, he's, a snazzy, he, he's a snazzy. He's a snazzier. He is a snazzy. He's not Paul F. Tompkins snazzy quite. No, he's not he's as not grand quite, as Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah.
2: because his hair is doing the work.
4: His hair does a lot of the work. His hair comes in the room a second before he does, and you're right. already charmed. It's pretty great.
1: Yeah. Um, I want to maybe bring this around to a past episode real quick. Thank you. Um, Jesse, you regaled us with a lovely trip. Or with a lovely tale, rather, of your trip to Legoland, Nick Adams has recently been to Legoland. Ooh Listen, la la. And I wanted to ask how how you found it, and maybe we can compare your two experiences. Had you been before? No, this is our uh,
4: maiden voyage to Legoland. Uh, lots of highlights. One, Los uh, uh-huh. Angeles Laker Kentavious Caldwell Pope was also <laughs> at Legoland. <laughs> oh! I'm just saying. By himself or with children? No, no, no. With the whole Caldwell Pope family, wow. like mom, Kentavious kids. Kentavious Jr. Mm-hmm. Kentavious, Caldwell Pope. Kentavia. G- <laughs> uh, George, Foreman. <laughs>
2: George Foreman. He just named his kid George, George yeah.
1: Foreman III. Um, well, I just stole a 30 Rock joke. Tracy Morgan named his kid George Foreman. Did he? Uh, anyway, I'm really sorry. Do? I'm sorry.
4: No, it's okay. they're they fine. It's funny no, show. I was doing a reference. Everyone involved reference. with that thing is a millionaire. Don't apologize. Okay. <laughs> um, no, uh... The crazy thing about Legoland is that it's not for the kids. It's for the parents. Like, they did, like they put two hotels right at the entrance. That yeah. is the smartest thing that anyone's ever done. What are you going to do, be an idiot and go stay at some other hotel or stay in the hotel with Legos in the hotel? Though so- that having
2: been said, there might be another hotel in the area that's closer to Tip Top Meats. Mm. If you're meat-centric, if you're doing your Lego trip meat-centric, I could
1: see why you might want to do that. You can just go to Tip Top Meats and point to a steak and they'll cook it for you. I want to know about the Lego hotels. Are the, are like the fixtures made of Lego? Well, there's a Lego castle hotel, which is what we stayed at. So it's like Lego, like castle
4: theme. Mm-hmm. And then there's the regular Lego hotel, which we didn't go in. But it's like the kids have a separate little area with a bunk bed and a TV. And there's like a treasure hunt for them to look and find like special like minifigures. And there's a slide in the lobby
1: it's just if you a have A lobby kids. slide. A lobby slide. Shit man, that sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The whole experience is very minifigure
1: centric. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know what a minifigure was. I call them minifigs just because oh, okay. I that's, talk that's, about them so much I that's need the to terminology. Yeah, you want the fans call them minifigs. I call them mm-figs. mm figs. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, how do people how, how do you I signify to me- someone how you're enjoying the fig that you're eating? I
2: need an mm fig dongle in order to use pro tools, mm, so. Sure. This reminds me of the guy that I worked with who said and I'm
4: not shitting you. Uh, I thought this whole time I've been pronouncing it Meme. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the guy you worked with in the entertainment industry.
4: He's been walking around every time he saw a meme saying to himself, what a hilarious
1: Meme. <laughs> I mean, that does have a certain likeness to it. Bae like. had me like. <laughs> <laughs> a ba <ba-ay. laughs> A bae. A bae.
4: When, yeah. Oh, my A wants to Netflix and chill. Yeah. Did you visit <laughs>
2: Legoland's uh, third-rate aquarium? No, no. We steered clear of all water-related uh, activities. That aquarium we- is just dire. It is like, it's like they took over a, a My Gym and just <laughs> installed <some> <laughs> a, just a Jimbo-ree with an octopus in it. <laughs> also,
4: we have right here at Long Beach a fantastic aquarium.
2: The Aquarium
1: of the Pacific. Why jingle goes. Why are
4: you knocking on – I don't know they had a jingle. The
1: Aquarium of the Pacific. (laughs) It's very (laughs) catchy. I went to – last
2: time I was at the Aquarium of the Pacific, it was – Wait, you were at the what? Aquarium of the Pacific. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) K-O-F-Y-T-V-20. Stereo. Um, I, last time when I went to the Long Beach Aquarium, the Aquarium of the Pacific, Mm -hmm. Uh, it was African-American History Day at the mm. Aquarium of the Pacific, which I th- which just meant there were just a few kind of like 65-year-old African-American vendors selling like meta- metallic wall plaques of President Obama. Mm. Mm. It was a very unusual experience. <laughs> and uh, another old man won an award for his uh his traveling museum of African American history which again just metallic wall plaques of president obama
1: <clears throat> uh,
2: <laughs> uh, uh, is it, is this how you teach african american history to a dolphin <laughs> uh, yeah. oh yeah sure
1: you operate on a yeah on a sonaric you know, level uh, uh, uh.
4: This is one of those things where you just sort of shake your head and shrug your shoulders and you just go, "Sure." Yeah.
1: <laughs> sure. What was the what was the what was the most impressive thing at Legoland? There's not nothing comes to mind immediately. I mean, it was all
4: great and yeah. good and fun and the kids were happy and, you know. When you when you have kids, you go to something like that and you immediately go, "Ah, okay, we should, if we come again." We'll do it this way and that way and that way, and it'll be even better. you know. Well,
2: uh, well, my plan for the next time I go, I try and get there around 11, grab a quick lunch at Tip Top Meats, <laughs> then it's Legoland from noon to 5, then back to Tip Top mm-hmm. Meats for a quality schnitzel. You want to get a nice there
4: schnitzel. 10 a.m., mm-hmm. hit it hard. No big lines. Get all the crazy rides out of the way. Shop. Don't eat at Legoland.
2: No, Tip Top f- Meats. Food at Legoland is horrible. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah. get back to Tip Top Meats of Carlsbad, California.
1: Yeah. Uh, are, do they have like licensed stuff? Like, is there Star Wars stuff? Yeah, they have Marvel got, stuff. Yeah,
4: if you're—I mean, if you're really into Legoland, if you're really into Legos, even if you're a dude and you're like, "Yo, I'm gonna fucking go down there and just fucking blaze <laughs> and do a day at Legoland, and then go to Tip Top Meats," like. Yeah, I'm all in. If like I'm on, I'm not working right now. If I didn't have a wife and kids and shit, and someone was like, "You trying to just hit Legoland hard first thing, and then go to Tip Top Meets and crash at a nice hotel, and then drive back in the morning," I would fucking do that. Shit, man, that sounds like a fun day. <laughs> that sounds like a really fun
1: day. Fun long weekend, maybe. Yeah, it's nice stretch there's, it out. Stretch it out. A I would lot- love to see two
4: dudes in the pool at Legoland Hotel just, just, just- chilling. Following the rules, yep, minding their own business, but no kids around at all. I would just love to see how that played out.
2: They got like a swim-up
1: bar. <laughs> I, I don't. I. This is what I've, I've always thought about Legoland, and I have not looked into this. But I, I remember when it first opened, some angry Lego adults that I know. And yes, wait, I, wait. I socialize with angry Lego. Hold adults.
4: on, so minifigure people. Mini figs,
1: yes, yes. People who taught, to told me to call them mini figs. Yeah, these are
2: actually standard figs. Yeah, yes,
1: just figs. Yeah. So the mini figs are about figs. an inch and, yeah. and a half, yes, two these inches. These are figs. Yes. Oh yes, I'm talking to figs who are enthusiastic about mini figs. Yes. Got it. Um, so I was talking to these figs, um, and uh, they told me that you, they did not allow ad- adults without kids to go to Legoland. Now I don't know if they've changed that, but that was my assumption is that an unescorted adult listen
4: if you like there are people that are like master builders that do this stuff Mm -hmm. you know like when you see these amazing its not little kids doing that shit you see like an amazing lego sculpture so you're gonna tell some guy who does that as a hobby and puts his videos on youtube and travels the world and meets other people he can't go to legoland and look at the mini city and the star i mean it's like if you like star wars and you live in Southern California. I get you just want to go to Legoland and see the mini Star Wars world. It's amazing. They have all of it. Hoth, Tatooine. Like, that. it's crazy. If you're really into Star Wars, you
2: would absolutely want to see that. Like, I, I've got can... a question for you guys. Yes. One Is of the... about Hoth? Yeah. <laughs> the ice planet oh, yeah. Hoth. Ice planet Hoth. At Ats. hmm At-ats. Yep. Here's my question. <laughs> you know, there's these Lego... Tauntauns. You got it. There's these Lego crafts people. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay? Yes. Master builders. Master builders, they prefer to be called. Let's not make a joke about I it. I mean, it's they've earned that. They've earned least. that. So let's not make a joke about they've it. They've earned it's like, that. Yeah. Isn't is master
2: builders, isn't that some big head Jakob? leg <laughs> <laughs> That isn't an Islam.
1: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not uh, an MGE build. thing.
4: I'm here. See what you have the eighty five percent uncivilized. I'm here the
2: master builder to teach you. (laughs) So that's my question. A master builder builds. We have multiple friends who have been recreated in Legos. Our friend Jonathan Colton, mm-hmm. almost certainly the McElroy brothers. I haven't seen this, but I believe Safe it. Safe assumption. I believe it in my Safe heart. Do be you believe that
1: someone has just recreated that in private but not shared it at all Yeah, for sexual reasons. Maybe <laughs> okay. I mean, we just don't know what hashtag to search. Yeah. Hashtag fuckable blocks.
2: <laughs> so let's say, for the sake of argument, mm-hmm. that a big fan of Jordan Jesse go... Creates a life size master builder level recreation of you, mm-hmm. you Nick Adams, you Jordan Morris. What do you then do with that object? Boy, because
1: I mean, you can like hose it down. You can, after you, it. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely, exactly. disinfect. you got to keep it clean, straight, you got to go straight yeah. to the disinfectant, yeah. Um yeah, don't just let it sit out, especially no, if it's outdoors. It'll get baked on. <laughs> um then yes, I am fucking it outdoors. Uh, I want to get caught. <laughs> um uh, so, I mean I think I what I and and I don't mean this to be is this is not supposed to be a sexual joke, but you can lacquer your Legos, right? Yeah. You can lacquer oh, so so like stays. Permanent so, you can, yeah. so yeah, I mean I guess you lacquer it.
4: I think of it some I mean the entrance of- way, maybe in the all if do you have a uh
1: do you have a foyer? Yeah, I. I mean, well, I. Here's the thing, I would love to have a Lego version of me that I could fuck outdoors, mm-hmm. but I. I don't have a ton of space, right? So I'm more. This is basically a, a human sized thing. I mean, I do have a conversation pit, so I guess I could put it <laughs> on one end of the one of the couches, mm-hmm. but Go that's where pit. the cat likes to sit, right? So I mean, that's an e- issue,
2: or. E- you know you you know how you have that uh, sunken bed area with the round bed.
1: Uh, I don't have that, but sure, yes, I'll, I'll, yes, and.
2: You could like zip tie it to the mirror on the ceiling. And oh then you, yeah! No matter what, as soon as you lie down, you feel like you're fucking. Yeah. And then
1: it, when there's an earthquake, it can crush me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you don't want to be. You don't want to be around post
1: quake. Nah. Nick, how it's about you? It's gonna be ugly as shit. Nah. <laughs> Someone. Yeah. I should just. You. Yeah. I should just die by my own. <laughs> my own. Uh, want go duplicate? You want to go quick? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Right. Like the zombie <laughs> apocalypse. You don't want to have to do that thing oh, where you have Jesus. to shoot your mom because she got bit. <sighs> Fuck. You want to get it early. Your brother's
4: like, let's just kill her, dude. He like, you've been wanting to say that forever.
1: <laughs> no, I think she got bit. <laughs> All right. Nick Adams. Someone
2: creates a life-size Nick Adams out of Legos. What do you do with that? I didn't know you could, like,
4: yeah. I mean, yeah, you can lacquer you or your can Legos. Lacquer your
2: Legos. So I would, if it was good, it's good.
4: I'm it's good. Excellent. But, I mean, good on, like, out, out of 10, so... it is a what? Out of 10, it's a what?
2: I mean, it depends on what scale you're rating it on, right? <laughs> like, if you're rating it on the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I laid that Yeah. Out. How good... Overall Legosity. Mm-hmm. If the question is, how well crafted is a, this Lego representation of you? Yes. The answer is 9.5. Nine However, point let me good. just say, okay. if the answer is, how attractive is... A life-size Lego man. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say three out of ten.
1: <laughs> okay, that's
4: pretty good. He- here's my answer: if it's eight point nine point five out of overall attractiveness as a Lego sculpture, right? We're getting it lacquered and we're displaying it prominently in our home mm-hmm. living. Out of res- mm, conversation pit. Uh <laughs> We don't. We're pit free. Uh huh. In our place, no pit. Just, yeah, just like. Yeah, the city of L.A. is weird. West Hollywood is cool about pits, but the city of L.A. is kind of—it's yeah, right, like yeah. a hassle. West um, Hollywood is great. Home of it, rent great. control. Yeah. Hall, you just can't—you yeah. you can't declaw your cats. Sure. Um, we're pit free, uh, yeah. but we do have an entryway, maybe uh-huh. that would—you know—cause like my in-laws have a my in-laws have a big, huge, grand foyer, and they have a fucking totem pole in their foyer. And so you Walk in, you are like shit. That's a for real totem pole. Your so in-laws are native people. We should explain. Sure, but you could—I mean—that doesn't—you could. I mean, that doesn't, you could Purchase a totem pole from a carver and display it prominently in your home as long as you're not Native American. Like, don't fucking put a Redskins jersey on it or anything. But...
2: <laughs> <laughs> this totem pole is missing a little something. Uh, oh, it's that's... too reverent. Yeah. yeah. Let's just chief wahoo this up a little I bit. I am just going to tape a cassette tape player, a Walkman, yeah. in the back that's playing a constant loop of the Tomahawk Chop mm-hmm. song.
4: Also, in my younger days, I was doing location scouting for someone for a music video And they were like, go out to this address. It's Snoop Dogg's house and take pictures of it because we might want to shoot there. And it was way out in fucking Upland, which if you don't know, Southern California is like eight neighborhoods away from whatever is a far neighborhood away from Southern California. It's like crazy out in the desert. And when you walked this this house, there were two full size, like African warrior, like Maasai warrior statues on either side of the door. And I was like, holy fucking shit. And it wasn't like a giant mansion or anything, but I was like... You're at my house. <laughs> my house now. You know what I mean? I felt like that's the biggest signifier of like, like I don't care what it is. It could be a mummy. It could be like a Chinese warrior. It just go to like a thrift store. Go to like a uh, uh, estate sale and find like a big statue, a totem pole, something and put it outside. Even if it's like a shitty apartment building, just put it outside and chain it. To the, the I, our I friend,
2: mean, our, I've been to uh, the former house of our friend Dana Gould, which featured an enormous totem pole from the Planet of the Apes movie. Oh <laughs> my god! That like had the, its own uplighting. Wow! From the real yes. Oh shit! Yeah.
1: Shit! Yeah. I mean, I went. To, I've talked about this on the show before. It was a couple of years ago. I went to Nicolas Cage's estate sale. Uh-huh. Nicolas Cage is not dead. He just has tax problems. Right. So you could go to his house and buy his stuff. He has a variety of problems, but the estate sale specifically <laughs> sure, yeah, was targeted. Sure, yeah, right. The hair. Yeah, the there's, hair. Some, there's some wig issues. Some stuff going wig on. Wig choices. <laughs> um, He's got to just call Dancing's guy. Just call Danson's call guy. Call Danson's guy. I saw Danson's something. looked great. You know what <laughs> else? Call dancing's dance guy. Sure. The man. Yeah.
2: The man has moves. Yeah. Yeah, acting guy, mm-hmm. weed guy, he's living life. The right yeah, way. <laughs> he's so many
1: good
4: guys. He's, oh, the best guys, all call, guys.
2: Call Mary <laughs> Steenburgen. Yeah, yeah. Oh.
1: she's great. Dansons guys uh, And Nicolas Cage did have a lot of haunted-looking suits of armor. Uh-huh. Just like, basically, before you go into a new room, a new haunted yeah. suit of armor loomed over you. As, as, say, as if to say, don't fuck with this house. It belongs to Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. If
2: you're of European descent, that's a great, culturally specific and appropriate way to declare, as Nick said, this is my house. Sure, yeah. I'll,
4: I'll give you a suit of armor. Mm-hmm. You're a crazy rich guy. Wait, you, you have, have an extra one? No, no, I'm saying... <laughs> this is a dad joke (laughs) you're a crazy rich guy you have a big ass mansion I've been in a handful of houses that are that huge and you're like there's just space you gotta fill that shit up I get it let's do coat of armor there's a story behind this one it's really cool Mm -hmm. I got it oh cool if you catch Nicolas Cage and he's drunk at his house he'll tell you the story behind that coat of armor yeah the second one <laughs> a third? Like, how, need is
1: this one all? Is this a different enough? I this think this that's is... why
2: Nicolas Cage eventually started trading his
1: coats of armor for dinosaurs. Yes, right. Yes, dinosaur skeletons. Yes. He also had an Egyptian throne, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, which that would uh, be nice. I, I, I really, I really wanted to make a make a bid for that, but I just, you know, I wasn't. I'm not. Listen, like, guys, I'm not making throne money. No, no. I'm not making throne money. At best high back chair. Right. Sure. You yeah. Can. Just a nice high back. Purchase
4: HBO independently mm-hmm. of your parents. That's
1: true. I am using, using my, my own H-
4: Thrones <laughs> money.
1: Yes, that is that's the closest I have to Thrones money is my own HBO <laughs> Go password. Uh,
4: now I will guilt free see what that guy did to that
1: girl. Yeah. I
4: have
2: basic cable, w- which I call Bones money.
1: <laughs> oh, nice! You can watch Bones
0: <laughs> reruns <laughs>
2: Rerun of <some> Bones. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second
0: on Jordan Jesse Go. La 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 la
2: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy, detective. Nick Repeat
4: Adams.
2: We've
1: got a new sponsor on this week's program, our friends at Mac. Weldon. A premium men essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. I'm wearing M-Dubs right now. I got them on under my shorties.
2: That, is that why you look so comfortable? Oh, I'm so comfy. Oh.
1: I actually, I, I oh,
2: uh, feel that premium blend of fabrics. I've got some no Mac-Dubs dubs but a lot of softness.
1: <laughs> I also like a
2: Mac-Dubs. I love them. I'm, actually we- I'm also wearing um, Mac-Weldon no-show socks right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, under my Adidas brand sneakers.
1: I got a uh, mac Weldon uh, pullover sweatshirt uh that I rocked all weekend at Max Funcon and I really love it feel cozy very cozy look good looks good yeah. fit's nice
2: i I love this thing uh they actually have they have they have all these they have a variety of different lines of underpants mm-hmm. I like the one with a little bit of a ball vent. <laughs> sure. There's one that's got a little bit yeah, of a it's ball. Important. It's got a important. They got a standard. Get some air in there. They got a premium. They got a ball vent. Get some air in there. And they have uh, a line called silver that's naturally antimicrobial, which eliminates odor, which, as you know, for me, is a real concern. <laughs> <laughs> as an...
1: As a as a man with odors, Daddy Stank, Daddy Stank, as a mm-hmm. as a Stank Daddy, <laughs> um, you're gonna if you're a Stank Daddy out there, you're gonna want to visit MacWeldon.com, and uh, if you want twenty percent off your first order, just use promo code JJGO at checkout. MacWeldon.com. They,
2: they literally they want you to be so comfortable. If you don't like your first pair, you can keep it, and they will still refund you. They don't need you to send it back to them. No, we don't. At need that, that point, there's nothing they can do with no. it.
1: Sure, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they, as you mentioned before, Daddy Snake. Yeah.
2: But I think the transaction is over once you put on the. Underpants. Yeah, yeah. I think you'll like it when they uh, when they said pick out a few things. I was excited to return to the well. I have spent my own money on Mac Weldon products because I really like their underwear. Twenty uh, percent off your first order. MacWeldon and use the promo code JJGO at checkout. If you want to get up on the jumbotron on Jordan Jesse, go go to MaximumFun.org dot org slash jumbotron. We will share your message with the world. And if you want to advertise on Jordan Jesse Go, you can hit up uh let's go ahead and hit up Kira, k I R A at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go.
3: It's Jordan
2: Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's oh, boy. Radio Sweetheart. Don't like
1: that voice. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. That's a fun one. Why did it come out of my mouth? I don't know. Are you haunted now? <laughs> yes. Oh Well, that, that explains it. Some this of... is a ghost's voice. Okay. Some sort of spirit has entered your body.
2: Hi, I'm a ghost from 1962. <laughs> oh, I was a panelist on a game show. Mm-hmm. And how'd you die? <laughs> Uh, Groucho Marx killed
1: me! <laughs> oh wow! Backstage! Wow, this is well, and you're choosing. You're I choosing bet my this,
2: life, and I lost. You're
1: choosing this podcast to come out and and tell the truth about murderer Groucho Marx.
2: I tried to get on Doughboys, but <laughs> Gillian Jacobs beat me to
1: it. Yeah, no, I get it. You know, from the writers of Forty Two. <laughs> She's friends with Mitch from the set of Love. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, I'm ghost. I'm, well, hey, we're happy to welcome you on the show to tell the truth about Groucho Marx. Sorry,
2: I just got a text that says I'm invited on all fantasy everything. Gotta go.
1: Man, fuck, we can't even can't even book a good ghost. <laughs> sucks. Jordan, what's your name? What's what's? Oh, Jordan Morris, boy detective.
4: Nick, repeat Adams.
2: Um, can I tell you something? We picked the, the hash for bubble. Which, by the way. Is our new sci-fi comedy action podcast uh, written by Jordan Morris, with help from Nick Adams and a beautiful team of hilarious writers, many of whom you know from Jordan Jesse. Mm-hmm. I know.
4: believe the logline we're going with is Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets Sherman Hemsley's Amen. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's true. Yes, right is what we're yeah. If two, you're a fan of two
1: the, vi- two really rabid yes, fan if groups, if you're a fan of the I believe late eighties,
4: mid to late eighties sitcom Amen. Mm-hmm. About a uh, lovable but cantankerous church deacon, mm-hmm. uh-huh. played by Sherman Hemsley. There's a little bit of that in Bubble.
1: I, I, I actually, it's I had homage. been pitching it's an homage. It as, <laughs> it's a riff. Yeah, yeah. It's the I spirit had been, of it is. Yeah, there. it's like Ready Player One. <laughs> I had been
2: pitching it as <laughs> Fraser meets the Tortellis, mm-hmm. but that was before you had read it. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> And we're just, just and Jesse, before, naming and before, Cheers spinoffs. Jesse is
4: desperate for a Frasier Tortelli's No, I think we all, still. I mean, yeah, we all are. Yeah, America was robbed.
1: We were robbed. Why? Yes, why won't the two Cheers spinoffs join forces? Ba- oh, boss. <laughs> Wasn't that his show? Kelsey <laughs> Grumman. Boss. Oh, oh, oh yeah.
2: Oh, boss. boss. You guys don't even remember. I, I've <laughs> actually been. It's funny that you Kelsey mentioned. Grembrough Grembrough. had like
1: five shows in the <laughs> past no two one, years. Yeah, I, I know.
2: Th- I've actually. I went to. Rutabaga. A, yeah. I had a meeting with Brian Grazer yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I told him he likes to have lunch with people he admires. Sure. So uh, anyway, I, I broke in on his lunch <laughs> with, let's <laughs> say. Mm-hmm. Deepak Chopra. Uh, what's that? <laughs> what's that? Uh, stars guy that doesn't like all the movies. <laughs> the critic? <laughs> no, no, no. Albrecht. No, the guy who looks at stars but he doesn't like movies. Oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, <laughs> he was having lunch with Neil deGrasse Tyson. I stopped by and let Brian Grazer know that he should check out our script. It's it's Boss
1: meets Bosch mm. And <laughs> I told him, <laughs> and it's pronounced Bossish. <laughs> boss. <laughs> Bosh.
4: Wait, isn't that Bosh? No, it's Bosh.
1: Bosh.
2: So we. Okay, so yeah. we decided on the hashtag bubble show mm-hmm. to promote bubble. And by the way, I love to. We're looking forward to seeing your, your fan art. We want to see your tweets, your thoughts about the show. No, yeah, th-
4: no fan art. This is. There's no visuals here. Fan
2: sounds. You have to make fan <laughs> sounds
1: and send in. Yeah, record us your sound. favorite noises.
2: <laughs> what sound do
1: you think the characters make?
2: Yeah. Uh, and literally the day. And I. I had, I'm not going to lie, I had advocated for Bubble Pod, Mm -hmm. and I didn't want any confusion. Literally the day that we decided on Bubble Show, guess what happened at my son's uh, preschool? A Bubble Show. Yeah,
1: a Bubble Show. (laughs) Yes, this is a hashtag people use uh, for like a popular kind of children's party entertainment. Right. Which is uh, like a clown or a fairy princess coming and doing some sort Mm -hmm. of bubble Ba- like yeah. soap bubble based performance yeah. Which, and by s- the
4: way in my experience kids are usually too freak the fuck out to really enjoy has um, that s- been your experience? my son was placed inside of a bubble and he loved it okay my daughter was just very much like I don't know what the fuck is happening I'm just gonna stand still until this is over but you know
1: what <laughs> right because bubbles their their vision it's is an, like that of a an, T-Rex I if you don't move they can't, can't see you as a you.
4: black man in America I have to raise my children to be skeptical of white society at all times <laughs> 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 Some white lady just gonna encase me in bubbles. I don't know her. No,
2: sure. That's. <laughs> I think that's a. <laughs> that's a fair assumption. A perfect example of hegemony. That's yeah. how they
1: get you. I mean, that's just my. I mean, that's my. <clears throat> I mean, I'm going to acknowledge. Go ahead and mileage my white privilege. I mean, I just went around letting any adult encase me in anything, and yeah, I never see, had to that's worry. What I, about. That's what I'm talking about. I, <laughs> So I don't know what it's like yeah. to be suspicious of an adult who wants to put me with in a something. wand. With a wand, <laughs> pretty much any grown up with a wand. <laughs>
2: Well, your daughter popped the bubble, which is known as an anti-hegemon- anti-hegemonic practice. Mm. <laughs> they
4: d- popped it around her. It was like kind of cool. Was, like,
2: She's they're, a they're Gramscian
1: cool. organic intellectual. Mm. She's woke. Uh, but yeah, whoa, well, hey, but, I mean, speaking of the hashtag, it's been really, really cool. There's been a ton of people doing great. Tweets and suggestions and stuff about the show it it really really helps it and uh and thanks i i've i really really loved getting on that hashtag and uh and checking people out erotic really nice fan fiction <laughs> erotic fan
4: fiction that's what you we heard want, guys. you heard the man <laughs> that's an order
2: can i tell you what uh i i was you know i went with the uh i went with the nickname the Sammy man mm mm-hmm. And I thought about going with the Lift King. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you why. Mm. Went to Chicago, Illinois, Mm -hmm. to go do uh, Judge John Hodgman. Right. Had a hell of a time. I bet. Great city. Yeah. Three weeks out of the year, probably the greatest Mm. city in the world. (laughs) city of brotherly love. That's You got it. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Phoenix, Arizona, (laughs) as it's known. (laughs) Um, Went to Chicago. Had a great time in Chicago. We had two great shows Mm -hmm. in Chicago. Flew home. And I'm at the Los Angeles International Airport. Now, what am, what are you going to do if you need to get home from Los Angeles International Airport? You're going to call yourself a rideshare service. Mm-hmm. Call myself a rideshare service on my telephone. And the, the thing is, it's 4:45 in the afternoon on a weekday. I'm 30 miles from my home. Just FYI to the listeners,
4: that means you're in the ninth circle of hell.
2: Yeah, it's and Los Angeles International Airport. Is a truly spectacularly bad airport. It's like the worst. a truly
1: horrible. It is airport. always under construction too. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe when it's finished, it'll be good. But I have never known it to be finished. That will never happen. Yeah. yeah. By it's,
4: the time they finish whatever it is, the original, right. the other part is. It's like be the shit. Winchester
1: so- Mystery House. There's just an insane widow rattling around, uh making hallways that go to nowhere mm. or to a cinnabon where no one is working.
2: Leaks, leaks randomly. Yeah. So I look at my phone. You know, you order your thing, Mm. and it tells you what kind of car is coming for you, shows you a little picture of Mm -hmm. it, shows you a little picture of the driver. Yeah. So you guys know me. I'm a racist. (laughs) Oh, Yes. (laughs) I really only see ethnicity. Oh. mm -hmm. You know how some people say I don't see color? Right. I exclusively see color. Okay. So I'm looking at my phone. I'm seeing, okay, it's going to be a white Prius Mm -hmm. with an Asian American man who has glasses. Okay. Seven-minute estimate, right? Seven minutes later. Pretty good. White Prius pulls up. Asian man with glasses gets out. I'm like, I'm rock solid. He says, are you Jesse? I said, yes, sir. Let's get going. Load my luggage in, hop in the pre. We're rolling out, okay? Estimate, one hour and 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be a short no. lift ride. But, you know, you're trying to cross all of Los Angeles during rush hour. I you know, I'll take what I can get. Get on some one of these weird freeways that I'm only ever on to go to the airport. The six o eight. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't know what this... just the pie symbol. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: just take you, that one ooh, down. Take the that. pie symbol down to Alabaster, and then you get off at the forty nine. Yeah, you're what? gonna want
1: to transfer over to greater <laughs> than. You got a
2: meeting at Northrop Grumman. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want to get on the? You want to get on the pie? Oh, you got to take the no grow. Mm. I've been in this. I've been in this car for an hour. I'm, I'm very friendly with the driver. I like to sit in the front seat.
1: Okay. Are you guys backseat sitters or back front seat, seat sitters? Backseat. Yeah, Scourge back- all contact. Yeah, I, I, I backseat and I'm, you know, yeah, and I try and politely do mm. a little bit of chatting, but also kind of trying to signal <clears throat> that I do not want to.
4: I am a man of the people 99% of my life until I get into a ride share service and I become the yeah. most high-minded. <laughs> <laughs> boy, boy, silence boy.
1: Do not- do not speak to me about your upcoming improv show.
2: Please, boy, smooth jazz only. <laughs> <laughs> I will always get in the front seat, and I cannot say that it is because I want to interact with the driver necessarily. Well, mm-hmm. sometimes I will interact with the driver. Yeah, it's been ni- it's, it's occasionally nice. It is mostly because I am a big man, and I'm more comfortable in the front seat. If I'm a, in the back yeah. seat, you need a big cereal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I need a deodorant that's uh, strong enough right. for a man, but mm-hmm. pH balanced mm-hmm. for a woman. So I'll the pre
4: st- the the leg room in the back seat of the pre pretty solid.
2: I know, but I I st- I also I don't like I get I'll get a little bit of motion sickness. Oh, yeah. I get hot. I don't. There's yeah, still you don't get the same AC circulation. The ride. one innovation that I really had come to rely upon with the ride sharing service versus the taxi cab. <laughs> Was that in a taxi cab? You, it would always be a hundred degrees outside, and so the cabbies just got all the windows cracked. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Come on, this is not working. Just mm-hmm. close, just close them up." But you, you know, you don't want to complain because he's going to turn on you. Mm. I thought that the rideshare service had solved that, and then in the last six months, I feel like I've only gotten into rideshares where it's 106 mm. degrees and the windows are cracked.
4: Here's here's the thing about rideshares. I'm old enough, and I've been following basketball enough that like you can. People complain about different eras or compare different eras, and there's the math of it all. There are guys in the NBA now who weren't good enough to be in the NBA in the 80s because they expanded the league. That's just the math. There are dozens of guys who just weren't good enough, and now they're good enough, right? You start to have all these ride services. Mm. There's a lot of people who you're not a good driver. Right, you're not good enough to make a living driving people around. If you were, you'd be a cabbie or a limo driver. You know, know the city and do this stuff. is
2: expansion baseball. You're talking about the Houston Colt 45s are driving you around. This is some devil
4: ray shit we're having right now. So like they can't drive. They don't know how to fucking drive. They it's don't know an, the
2: city. It's an hour into our drive. We're in one of the many cities of Southern California that I cannot correctly identify. <laughs> or identify where it is, mm-hmm. or what it is. I Shout out it, to Carson. I was about <laughs> to say.
1: Where are you at, Commerce? Yeah, commerce
2: <laughs> now. <laughs> City <laughs> of industry.
4: I'm, I'm, ran out of names. <laughs> couldn't even be bothered to find a great person in our city's
2: Southern California past. Red just said City of industry. <laughs> Literally, we were in commerce. <laughs> and I'm like, why would we get off the freeway in commerce? This seems weird. Yeah. I look over at his telephone. It says... Now riding Jeffrey. Mm. So I'm like, uh, hey, where are we headed to? And he's like, we're almost here. We're already in commerce. <laughs> I'm like, we're almost uh, to Casino Morongo. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh no. Oh, shit. I'm going to Mount Washington. Oh. I don't even know what commerce is. Oh. I was in, so luckily by then, thank God I had made friends with this man. Mm-hmm. Very nice older Korean guy. Thank God you were already gonna pay this guy money. Right. I I was like, uh, hey, uh, I'm Jesse, not Jeffrey. <laughs> and uh, I was I was in the car, and I'm not fucking shitting you for two hours. Two hours. So you guys I must was have really th- bonded.
4: So just the the
2: I bonded with the seat of the Prius. I'll <laughs> tell you that much.
4: So the. So he calls an audible in Carson, and then from Carson to your place
2: was another hour. Well, I open my app. He opens his app and texts and says, Why are, you're not in my car. Why is this still on? I open my app, and somebody is in my car just driving around, been driving around for an hour and as, 20 minutes. As you. As me, pretending to be me. Mm. I We finally... So I'm like, hey, listen. I don't... I'm not trying to be rude, but... I would really love to stop at a gas station and get some water. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I need gas too." We've been driving around for an hour and a half, uh, so we stopped at the gas station. I got some water. I offered, I got I offered him to get him mm. a beverage. He declined, and uh, we reprogrammed. And thirty-five minutes later, we were back at my house, and I just gave him a, a handful of twenty-dollar bills. Mm. I was like, "I don't know what the answer to this right, is." Right. I was like, "I don't, I don't want this guy to uh, like." On the one hand. I've been in this car for two hours, and it was a horrible nightmare. On the other hand, nobody's fault. Right. You know, not his fault. He speaks English with a heavy accent, and Jeffrey sounds the same as Jesse. Uh, Not my fault that I'm a racist who believes all Asian American (laughs) people look the same, and I didn't check the license plate. Uh, But, yeah, like I— Was it Jeffrey with a G? Yeah and what's crazy well, is, is the G, it's so, so the what's weird about parents, it the, the the part the one part where I blame somebody is like you know it does show a picture of me to him right he should have and when he saw the picture of that colorful cartoon giraffe no he should have known yeah. i'm not jeffrey
4: maybe he only saw the neck and then yeah. like, i don't know
2: yeah yeah, yeah. i could have grown a beard
1: you know. I don't
4: even wait for any sort of verification. I just jump in the back and start buckling up. I don't even look at
1: me. Well, I mean, that's that's what I have run into as a Prius owner is that people think when... Everyone just assumes when you stop, you are their lift? And I feel like I have been at stop signs a number of times and will just feel a yank on my door. And it's just someone who is kind of drunk who saw me at a stop sign and just assumed that because I'm a Prius that kind of was stopping that uh, I was their car. I believe this is a
2: big problem for our friend Hari Kondabolu's dad.
1: Mm. I believe that was a bit in his act at one
2: point that uh, just his dad just... Anytime he comes to pick up Hari at the airport...
1: Oh, four people try and get into his car. Mm, sure. It's
2: the, you know, it's the
1: Prius owner's dilemma.
2: Yeah. It's a, cl- it's a classic problem. hmm anyway, anyway. It's tough. Okay. I was, it's hard uh, out there. Hard out there for a Prius <laughs> owner. It was a tough two hours in that Prius, but I made it through. Yeah. And I'm here for you guys. Hey, well, thank you. Was, you would you rate this? Do you have five stars all around for everybody? I, hey, um, uh, me, and my, me and my friend, the Prius driver. Mm-hmm. We were basically. He actually asked me to be the best man in his uh, recommitment ceremony. Oh, that's to his amazing! Wife, that's really nice. Which I, I declined. Good for them. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: but still happy for still them. Ridiculous. I just got stuff. You're the help, um,
2: yeah. but I'm gonna. Don't get, be ridiculous. You work for me. I I sent Don't him, think you're people. I sent <laughs> him an ice cream maker. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. But the other person got a free ride on your dime, right? So it charged the. So the phone charged me seventy-five dollars. And uh, but I went ahead and complained, and and you know how it goes. They they uh, they took it back, and gave me back my seventy five dollars. Real it quick.
4: Seems like that person probably corrected pretty quickly and just went straight to Carson. Then right.
2: Yeah, I think the person who got into my car. I think Jeffrey got into the Jesse car mm-hmm. and rolled on out to Dominguez Hills or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, just just went ahead and took took advantage. I I texted. I, I've spent like 10 minutes on my phone trying to find the button for I am not in the car that is in the little picture no, on they this didn't, phone they sure. didn't yeah kill that, that is the
1: hard part of those apps mm-hmm. is that they are only like pre plant you cannot actually say what's going oh, on no. if it's not part of one of their like pre-emptive mm-hmm. problems yeah
4: oh we didn't know you guys
2: were gonna be stupid
1: in this way yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> I actually I, finding new ways to fuck this up <laughs> I
2: ended up just to get the attention of customer care mm-hmm. I ended up just pressing the button that says I think my driver may want to unionize mm-hmm. no yeah,
1: immediately. Sure. Say, yeah, you get somebody on the phone real quick. Yeah,
2: yeah. Anyway, when something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at 206 9844 FUN. Here's our first call.
5: Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, guest. So I'm working outside of Cleveland, Ohio, and I paid for a week at my hotel, which is $220. And that was really terrible, so I decided to move out. Then they only offered me $90 back, so I took it, went to go get all my stuff out of the room and I found a vibrator laying right next to my bed that I guess is there all night. So I left, I told them at the front desk what happened. They started laughing and said, oh, it must have been Deborah's. So then I get in my car, I drive to the next hotel I'm gonna stay at and I get pulled over for speeding on the Ohio Turnpike. And the first thing I tell the officer is, I'm sorry, I just found a dildo laying on my bed at the hotel I was staying at, and he said, oh, I totally understand, just slow it down.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know. That must have been Deborah's. Do they yeah. just have an employee that masturbates you, in all of the rooms and they're okay with it? Haven't you ever seen Debbie does Cleveland? <laughs> I, mean, I guess I haven't. Yeah. Sounds, sounds pretty hot. Deborah's great. Yeah, Deborah's, Deborah's great. such a cool lady, very sex positive. That's nice.
2: Yeah. And she also puts a little mint under your pillow. <laughs> right. I was just, I
4: was just, that whole time, I was just hoping he was going to end that story
2: with it. And
4: the cop goes, just shakes his head and goes, Deborah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: fucking, I know. <laughs> fucking Call her when you, hey. when you tell that story to friends. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Just have just, the cop say, fucking Deborah. And then
4: just go, be safe out there. Okay. Slow be down. Be
1: safe out there. Yeah. <laughs> Classic example of driving. Good while punch Deborah. up. Good punch up.
4: Yeah, I'm, I was trying to think of a way that maybe she was using a dildo for her just cleaning. Like the cleaning lady just has her little supply cart and she has a dildo on there and she uses it to.
1: Yeah, maybe if there's a, like you know soap scum on the shower and you know you you use know if percussion it, to yeah I can use the waves from the vibrator to kind of chip away at some of the stuff that's built up calcium deposits on a nozzle right. when
4: I'm cleaning the bathrooms. I I want to listen to my podcasts, right? And I can't leave my phone on the counter because I'm cleaning and it gets wet, right? Sure. So I slam the dildo into the window with uh-huh. the suction
2: cup. Uh huh. Place
4: my phone up. Oh, this okay? Sure. And then I listen to my podcast. Very specific
2: product. I'm <laughs> okay. Now, Jordan, have you ever seen those toothbrushes? Mm-hmm. There's a little chip inside that vibrates a pop song into your teeth. Uh, no. I'm, I this isn't.
1: Yeah, it, it's a popular this, popular it, product. Is this or actually a product? Are we doing a no, bit? R-
2: okay. Real product. Uh, it's like. Got a little Justin Bieber song in there mm-hmm. and when you touch it to your teeth it vibrates it directly into your head. Can you change out the song? No. Okay. Is this it's a pre-programmed? Song. Yeah, this is a one
4: use only. How many uses? I think like a, a standard a... standard number of uh like, AAA battery. Yeah, yeah, you
2: I would love to build a vibrator like that that plays Jordan <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's I what mean, I'm save a lot of
1: time if you can listen to the podcast while
2: you. If it just <laughs> shoots Jordan Jesse, go directly into the clitoris, mm-hmm.
1: or wherever you're, yeah, sticking, it, or your wherever cervix, you're sticking it. coming live to your cervix. Jordan Jesse, go. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Get it, get it. I mean, it seems like they should. At least, there should at least be a podcast version. I'm going to tell thing.
2: you the story of how you were conceived. Ew, mom, gross. <laughs> I do want to mention one thing though. Please, if you're out there and you're already working
1: up the design. Please remember, flare the base. Got to flare the bass. You gotta flare the bass. Please. Without a bass without a, a base, trace. Please. <laughs> I don't wanna get <laughs> lost up in somewhere. Because I consider that me when I'm speaking. Yeah. So my spirit is within everyone who <laughs> the all, official everybody design is downloads have, this show. The
4: official design of the Jordan Dizzy go Dodo is gonna have curly hair at the tip.
1: <laughs> I imagine there's some extra stimulation there. Probably reach some crevasses. <laughs> Can I suggest a
2: slogan for Jordan, Jesse, Go? Sure.
1: All your flared bass are belong to us.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, might as well, huh?
2: Very mimetic. Very mimetic. Okay, let's take another call.
5: Hello, Jordan. Hello, Jesse. Hello, guest. I'm going to get one of the excellent cast of Bubble. Uh, I have a momentous occasion. I was just clearing produce, out some brush Very in my close. backyard with that chainsaw. And I was walking through the backyard and i had a dispute with my neighbor where he keeps throwing stuff into my backyard. <laughs> and I've been fighting, yelling, fighting with him about it. And I get to the backyard and I see that he's done it again. And I have the chainsaw running. And I scream, fucking motherfucking asshole, while revving the chainsaw at full rev. And I look over, and there's eight couples looking at me because they're having an open house, and he's selling the house and moving. <laughs> well, that was pretty funny. Uh, love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
2: Love you too, little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you
1: stinker, you. He, he, we almost had a someone randomly guessing the guest. Yeah, we've been looking for that. We've mm-hmm. been looking for that person who says hello, Jordan Jesse, and and then they say the name mm-hmm. of the person who is actually on. Yeah, very cool. I mean, he had a very general guest. Bubble has a big cast. Yeah, a big hello, star-filled
4: Jordan cast. Jesse and
1: Allison Becker L.A. from Supervisor Parks
2: and Recreation. She look cool. Got Allison Becker from Parks and Recreation. We sure do. Got Eliza Skinner from Drop the Mic in the Late Late Show. That's right. Got Mike Mitchell from the Doughboys and Love. Mm-hmm. You got Keith
1: Powell. Yeah. That's Tuver from 30 Rock. Sure. That show, a joke I stole from earlier. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Uh, A a show so good, you inadvertently steal their jokes.
2: You got Cristela Alonzo from the sitcom Cristela.
1: Voice Mm -hmm. in Cars 3. Yeah.
2: She's in Cars 3. They don't just let you have a show with your name in it. They don't just do that. Nope. Nope. You got to be good. Rare. Got to bring something to the table. Yeah. Rob Corddry.
1: F. Tompkins. Judy Greer. Yeah. John Hodgman. Jonathan Colton. All three McElroys. All three of them, baby. Tawny Newsome from Spontanea Nation. Tawny Newsome. What a treasure. Every, okay. We've listed the cast. What was this guy talking about? He had a chainsaw? Mm.
2: Yeah, he had a chainsaw. I thought that he's, was fun. He, he's set up, though, that
4: those people are never going to fuck with him, ever. Yeah. He can't speak to them.
2: Yeah.
1: They're what if one
4: like... of them buys
2: the house? Because it's a bargain. It's like buying a haunted house.
4: Well, but what's going to oh, yeah. happen is someone's going to buy that place. I'm sure it's a lovely home. Mm-hmm. The market is what it is. Sure. You, know yeah, is? Don't, like, tell, you don't have to tell
1: me about the they're market.
4: They're going to buy that house. Yeah. And goes, shit fucking chainsaw guy's next door. He, They're going to be afraid of him. So they're never going to complain. They're never going to make too much noise. They're going to be terrified. All he has to do is never speak. Because I'm assuming this guy's like just a nice, run-of-the-mill, you know, lovely human being. If he ever talks to them, they're going to realize he's not a scary guy. Oh, yeah. So he has yeah. the perfect scenario. He just can never talk to his neighbors. You, you know what you got to watch Which out for? Which is what you it. want. That's what yeah, you want.
2: Ideally. I'm a homeowner. Mm. I know what you got to watch out for in a neighbor. Mm. Elderly Scientologist lady. Yeah, that, that's a concern. She's a lioness. Don't yeah. cross her. Mm-hmm. A lioness. She gave me a call. I'm that's a lioness. Actually, Don't cross me. Should we should say that's something, Jesse. That's something she said. Neighbor to actually you. said to me. Yeah. I'm a lioness. Mm-hmm. Don't cross me.
1: I'm a lioness. Well, to be fair, you were crossing her, though. So yeah, did you cross so- her? What sort of energy were you putting? I in had there? assumed she was a lioner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so or well, lioness. Under- oh, well, you don't understand that from Thundercats. Yeah, sure.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you misheard her. Yeah, <laughs> she's a lioness. Well, my wife is a real chitara. so, so-
0: <laughs> she is.
1: She is the uh, number two
4: fifty plus. Liono cosplayer, yeah, on yeah. the circuit,
2: yeah. There's a there's a lady in Tacoma that really nails it. Right. I mean, she is really a, yeah. a sight to behold. I mean, her cheekbones give her an unfair advantage. It's to a be natural fair. gift. To be she's a, she's sort of a natural liono, mm-hmm. and her sideburns. Mm-hmm. My neighbors don't respect me because I'm a mum-ra cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moss man. <laughs> Is that from Thundercats? No, that's from uh, Masters of the Universe.
1: Oh, okay. Man, Masters of the Universe had a had some bad villains. I'm the guy. Yeah. I'm the guy with the metal neck that. Extends oh, mecha all. neck.
3: Mecha <laughs> neck.
4: Oh, what a Christ, bad guys. show.
1: Oh, you know it's bad when you're a little
4: kid and you're just like, guys, I have I have some pitches.
2: <laughs> I got yeah. some. the First thought,
1: like what uh, I'm thinking
2: is you take a man and you cover him in moss, mm-hmm. and then what we're we gonna call him, Marty.
1: <laughs> um, well, I've got to. got to knock off for the day. I can't. <laughs> hold on, we, hold can on, we table this? Right, I gotta take. Right, I gotta on, pick up my almo- kids. Okay. My right, right, right,
4: first on, thought right, is it's almost lunchtime. Let's just name the mossy guy.
2: My first thought is Clover King. <laughs> well, that doesn't make. Sense. You said you started with the moss. Well, I should be going A to C. Hey guys, you
4: started with moss and now you want Clover. Hold on. Put the menus away. Put the menus away. <laughs>
1: Guys, I want to get that big sub. Can we just say Mossman and go to lunch? Mossman is say fine. Moss moss man? Are we all fine with Moss? That's Can we all? live with Mossman? That's, That's all now. we needed was a name. Next question: The
2: six foot club. Right, after lunch, We're going with the after six foot lunch, club? we can't do that now. After lunch. <laughs>
1: No, I'm to, talking about what? It's hard oh, to name. I a thought six that was a new It's one. confusing. We're trying to name He Man's new weapons. <laughs> I thought that was a new guy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying mo- to order a sandwich. Is it any here? dumber than Mechanek? <laughs> it's <laughs> rough. We got to eat. This is what
4: happens when you don't eat.
2: 206 984 4FUN or just record a voice memo and email it to us. JJGO at MaximumFUN. Let's hear those fan noises. Org. I'd love to hear some good <laughs> fan noises. I can't fall asleep without fan noises. <laughs> right. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go.
6: If you want to make ends meet in a hip town, the kind with great coffee, lots of dog parks, you're gonna need a side hustle. In Brooklyn, maybe you drive rideshare. In Fairhaven, it's more like well, it's more like slaying psychic beasts with your custom balanced throwing knives. Hey, are you from Hunter? Uh, I guess so. Hold on, I have to ask you some stuff. Are you hurt? No. Do you feel yourself developing strange powers? I mean, I saw a ghost once. Uh, okay, I'm gonna put down no. Okay. So you're having some sort of monster issue? Oh, um, it's like a pod, I guess. Um, here it is. Is is that what you call it? Like like a pod? Yeah, pod works.
4: Oh, it's opening!
6: Morgan leaps back and positions the metal spear she's been carrying on her back. She points it towards the bug, which swipes the spear away just as an electrical bolt fires from the tip. It hits the gate to a petting zoo, and a bunch of baby goats come streaming out.
0: Can we just take a moment to appreciate how cute this is? It's great. I hope someone's filming
6: it.
3: Oh, my God. I just love baby goats.
6: Bubble, the sci-fi comedy from MaximumFun.org. Just open your podcast app and search for Bubble.
3: La, la,
6: la, 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 Hey, everybody. Hal Lublin and Mark Agliardi from We Got This here to talk about our upcoming live shows.
2: Why don't you tell everybody the details about our show in
6: Philadelphia? Sure. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go down to Philadelphia Improv Theater, okay? I'm going to do it on Saturday, June 23rd, okay? There are two shows. One is 5 o'clock show. There's an 8 o'clock show. At 8 o'clock show, you can get a VIP ticket. And hang out with us at 7 p.m. for like a whole hour. We'll sign something for you. You can hang out. You can talk to us. And then come see a show. Both shows are going to be completely different though. Both shows? Both shows are going to be different. I sounded like a British actor trying to do a Philadelphia accent. Yeah. You you can look up Philadelphia Podcast Festival. You can look that up and get tickets there. Or you can go to Philadelphia Improv Theater to the Fit Theater, P-H-I-T, and you can get tickets there. Or you can just go direct at bitly forward slash we got Philly 2018 that's w e g o t p h i l l y
0: 2018 that's w e
2: it's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Vickery, Pete Adams. I want to thank everybody involved in the production of Bubble. I especially want to point out uh, our producer, Ben Walker, our mm-hmm. producer, Julia Smith, who've been working so hard. Absolutely. Uh, and I want to say this, Jordan. We had, as we record this, just last night, we had the premiere of Bubble. Mm-hmm. And uh, here in Los Angeles at the mm-hmm. Dynasty Typewriter at the Hayworth. Mm-hmm. John Hamm was there. John Hamm was there. Uh, I believe.
4: Did I see John Krasinski and Emily Blunt? I th- they were there? I think they were. I didn't Absolutely. get a chance to talk to
2: them. I did. Yeah. I saw John Hamm six days ago. Yeah. I went to a thing. I went to a thing. Paul Feig invited me to a tailoring related event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, I can't miss this. Went there. God, there's Hambone. Right there in front of me. Mm. He's doing Clear. comedy now. Yeah. Clear
1: as day. He's Doing comedy. Can I tell right.
4: you,
2: That's what we needed. Can, <laughs> can I offer That's you? That's what we need. Is good-looking guys being funny. Can I <laughs> offer you an insight about John Hamm? Hmm. Very handsome man. Interesting. Yeah. I'll look into that. He looked well. He mm. looked <laughs> yes. He looked easy good. on the eyes. Yeah, It was a nice, smooth, easy situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What are we talking about? We're thanking people who are involved in bubble. I just wanted to say that you guys did a Q&A. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a fucking delight. There was a live reading with mm-hmm. almost the full cast. Almost everybody made it. Tavi Gevinson obviously lives in New York. Some delightful to ringers. Few deli- Mark Gagliardi came in and
1: killed it. Talk about delightful what ringers.
2: Mean. Yeah, Rob Hubel was on an airplane. He can't be there. That's true. Can- Gagliardi
1: can do it. We just I think mean- Gagliardi is in the actual series. Yeah. Not as the character he played last night. But you're going to hear Gagliardi... Throughout the run of the show because he's so versatile he's sort of a running gag. yeah, Liardi. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, that was a real
2: fucking hoot, Jordan so Thank fun. you uh, thank you for doing that. like I, I had such a great time at that fucking thing.
1: Yeah it was a blast and yeah people have been really, really cool about bubble so far. definitely everybody who came to that event and people who are chatting about it online we really appreciate
2: it. We took wire service photos. There you go. Photos for the wire service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's something uh, our publicist, Emily, she's like, you're, you're going to want to take some photos for the
1: wire wire service. We're get we yourself, no. a, That's
4: get what yourself a stand you just
1: eye You're just like, yep. What is it? Of course, yes, that is something we should do. That sure. definitely is a, something I know. Yes. I know what that is. Step and repeat. Step yeah. and repeat. Um, but, yeah, it's been so fun so far. Thank you to everybody who's been checking out Bubble. Uh, it's uh, Yeah, we worked hard on it, and we like it. Yeah. Thanks to everybody who's checked it out. Thanks to everybody who shared it with somebody. Thanks to everybody who's been
2: writing about it, reviewing it in Apple Podcasts, uh, clicking on it here and there, here, there, and everywhere. Um, It means so much to us. Thank you very, very much. Nick, what a joy it's been to have you here. Always a pleasure. And what a joy it's been to have your help with our uh, new hit podcast. It was really fun, man. It's amazing to see this thing
4: uh, flower and grow and see all these really talented people uh, see what I saw
2: in it, what you guys saw in it, and how, but like, how big of a world it could be. I was, I was at that premiere, and I said, to, I'm sitting there in the audience mm-hmm. with our friend Steve Agee.
1: He's great. Also in the show, yeah. in a future episode.
2: Yeah, nice enough to come out to the premiere. Mm-hmm. You know why? All class. Mm-hmm. Sitting there with the great Steve Agee, I'm looking up at that stage. And I see my friends Jordan and Nick. I think, hey, there's my buddy from college, and my buddy from college from an internet message board. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's I've known those guys for twenty years. Long time, twenty years I've known those guys. Now we have our own show. Yeah, good I for was us. Very excited about it. It was a real heartwarming situation.
1: Yeah, uh, man, so great to work with you on Bubble Nick. You're oh. you're uh, one of the funniest guys around, and your your storytelling expertise uh, was was uh, really really appreciated. You know That's what amazing. I always like Thank to you. say, Jordan.
2: At The end of the day, when it all comes down to it, when the rubber hits the road, <laughs> mm-hmm. we're just storytellers. Sure. It's mean, just, just a bunch of cavemen caveman sitting, sitting around a fire. A fire. Yeah, there you go. Drawn on a wall. We like yeah. the narrative. Mm-hmm. Piss- pissing on the embers. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving no trace. Sure. Flaring the base. Flaring the base. Is, that
4: the, the base. Is just... that the first critic? Yeah. Yeah. We're just <laughs> a... <laughs>
1: oh, we Great, Hunt. <laughs> Great Hunt had third act problems. <laughs> oh.
4: Don't recap the whole thing. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, spoilers.
1: (laughs) Woolly mammoth must save cat. Oh, sure, yeah. (laughs) By cat, I mean saber-toothed tiger, (laughs) which is only cat we are aware of. (laughs) We will meet cats later and domesticate (laughs) them.
4: This story do good. You should learn from my story how to tell story.
2: (laughs) I speak English pretty good for cave, (laughs) man. but bad for english speaker <laughs> this better i'm than, just frankenstein <laughs> trust me
4: broken english better than subtitles people know like me people, people know like know me like Reed. no people
1: know like seems me. highfalutin <laughs> better seem fo- foreign yeah better for broken english <laughs> even when we talk to people whose language we share we should speak bad english to one another
2: we should have dubbed part of second act that takes place in land of ug yeah <laughs> You know how it is. Fucking did did the whole thing in Uggish. Did the whole thing in Uggish with subtitles. Don't even have written language at the time. (laughs) Sure, (laughs) it's going to be a problem. Yeah. Okay. Our producer is Brian Sonny D Fernandez. You can join us on the internet uh, maximumfun.reddit.com. Like Jordan Jesse Go on Facebook. On Twitter at Nick Adams Web at Jesse Thorne at Jordan underscore Morris and with the hashtag. Bubble Show which is the perfect place to share all your sopiest adventures. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. maximumfun.org
3: Comedy and Culture. Artist owned, listener supported.